Hello, I'm Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. I'm here today with Dr. Mizan Rahman, Assistant Professor at the University of Alabama. To learn more about Dr. Rahman, you can find him on LinkedIn. Welcome, Mizan. Thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you, Larry, asking me to be here. And I'm really happy to be here and talk to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Likewise. And I guess I always like to start off by asking guests to tell us a little bit about themselves. As I stated, Mizan, you're an assistant professor at the University of Alabama, but can you tell us more about yourself before we get into a different topic? Sure. I do research in the direction of transportation systems engineering. It includes the future autonomous vehicle and connected vehicle space. So I cover different interests. For example, I do research in cybersecurity, how we can secure transmission systems. It not only includes the vehicle, it includes the infrastructure. For example, traffic signal controller. Besides that, uh, I do research uh, in automation and, and communication for transportation cyber physical systems. And transportation cyber physical systems is very important for deploying transportation systems in future smart city. So I think that is a background that is a research I do here. Excellent. So we invited you onto the show because we found an article about you and your team at the University of Alabama and how you developed a system that can overcome the threat of GPS hacking that can send a self-driving vehicle to the wrong destination. And so I guess, mm-hmm. can you first tell us more about what caused you to want to research this more? You know, what's the ability for cyber criminals to hack the GPS of self-driving vehicles and how likely is this to happen? And anything else you'd like to add, just take us through it. Thank you. That's a great question. My interest grows because my research focuses on future vehicles and future transportation systems. And the direction we are moving forward, actually, in future, we'll have vehicles and you don't need to drive the vehicle. What it means, you can be just in the vehicle and the vehicle will take you from an origin to a destination. So why we have autonomous vehicles, why we need autonomous vehicles, and why people are thinking about autonomous vehicles. The reason is that, I mean, every year, there are like almost 40,000 people are dying on the roadway. And the reasons for those crashes basically coming from human errors. So if you can move human or take out human from that equation, then probably you can save lives and the system that can automatically detect the surroundings and take actions, that will be a safe choice compared to ask a human to drive the vehicle. So when you're thinking about the automated vehicle, it is nothing but a computer on the wheel, right? So computer will drive the vehicle. But the new question is arising. The reason is that just like a computer, you have the connection with the internet services. And what is happening, someone can get access to a computer through internet services while you are using some software probably or while you are updating your softwares, or probably you are, someone is sending an email, phishing email, and you're just clicking on that link, and they're getting into your system, in your computer, right? 
So as I said, I mean, autonomous vehicle is nothing but a computer on the wheel. So in that case, just think about it. If someone can get access to that computer, what will happen, right? So that means they can control the vehicle. Now, if you think about, okay, that's fine. They can get access to the computer and compromise the computer. That could be one thing. But another aspect that is very important when, as a user, what you are doing, you are just getting to the vehicle, an autonomous vehicle or self-driving car. So what you are doing, you are just putting your origin and destination. And the vehicle itself is navigating you from through the road network, right? So just think about it. Like if navigation system is compromised, then probably you're not going to your destination. And how the navigation system works, it is completely based on GPS. And how GPS works, it receives satellite signals from the satellite. And using those satellite signals, it decides where are you or any roadway network, right? So now the question is, that is just wireless signal, right? You're receiving through your device. So if that signal is compromised, what will happen? There is nothing to do, actually. And sometimes what happens beyond, like someone is compromising their signal, it can be blocked by surrounding environment. It might be thick cloud or you are just going through a tunnel or the signal can be deflected by buildings. So you are not receiving the signal at the time when you want to receive. And how it calculates the position, it calculates just like you can think about a light is coming from the sun and what is the speed of the light. And based on that, you're calculating how long it takes. And based on that information, actually, you can decide the further things. So for GPS, it does the same. At least it receives satellite signals from four different signal satellites. And based on that information, it calculates the travel time of that signal and it locates itself. Now, if someone has a device, nowadays you will be amazed to listen that or hear that. Like you can have just $150 device or $200 device that can create a stronger signal compared to that GPS signal. If someone is recreating or very similar signal like that, then they can send a wrong location information to you I and mean, to your vehicle. An autonomous vehicle that can just receive that signal and it will be spoofed and the attacker can create their own origin and destination and they can take you to a wrong destination wherever they want. So that is the motivation, I mean, how you can detect that kind of attack. So that is very important. So that's why my interest grows and what happened, like I wrote a proposal to National Science Foundation and they funded that project. And the output of that funded project is, I mean, how you can spot if there is any compromised GPS signal. Okay, great. That makes a lot of sense. So as far as the system that you and the team developed, can you tell us more about that? I mean, it can be developed from many different directions. For example, you can analyze satellite signals and you can identify if there is any issue or any threats in the signal. 
So that could be one way. But the point is that, I mean, it is very hard to identify if there is any issue in the signal. It is not that easy. And it is also costly. Then we thought about, okay, I mean, what is happening with the self-driving car? As an user, what you are doing, you are getting to the car and putting the origin and destination. So that means the vehicle itself, it will have the map. And when you're putting the origin and destination, so actually it is creating the route for you. And it knows the route, right? I mean, even though it doesn't know like why it is, if it doesn't have the signals from the satellites, but it still it knows from where it needs to start and where it needs to go. So if you have that information, just think about that in Google Map, you have those information. So then we start thinking about, okay, how about this? Like, if we know that route, then we know like how many left turns, right turns, and how much distance we need to go for taking the first left turn, or then second, probably there is a right turn what would be the distance? We can measure that just using in-vehicle sensors, right? And then the steering wheel sensor can tell us, okay, you are moving towards the right or moving towards the left. So just like Google Map, when you're selecting an origin and a destination, it can tell you what exit you need to take, how far you need to go. All those information will be available in that map only thing you don't know when the location information or signals, GPS signals will be compromised, you don't know where you are. Now, the point is the roadway is very structured. So you're starting from the origin and then the odometer sensor, in-vehicle odometer sensor can tell you how long you drove from your origin after starting your journey. So then we thought, okay, Let's think about those sensors, the odometer, it can measure the distance. Let's think about the steering wheel angle sensor that can tell us it is going in the right direction or left direction. For sure, we are getting some signals. It might be wrong. It might be correct from the GPS. So using those sensors, can we develop a, an approach, a low-cost approach that can detect something is going wrong? Because if you know the information, the travel path, and if you know like how long you drove so far, and then if you know you're going right or left direction, that will guide us to find out if someone is attacking from the outside and telling, oh, you are not in Alabama, actually you are in somewhere else, right? So that was the whole idea, and that's how we started and then we thought it could be very, very low-cost solution. The reason is that uh, autonomous vehicle or self-driving car, it uses its computational power for other things. So we just need to develop an algorithm, and all the sensors are there. You don't need to add any sensors to the vehicle. Just using the data from those sensors, and if you develop an algorithm, machine learning algorithm, that can identify the steering wheel direction that can predict probably how far you're moving from from one time stamp to another time stamp. So that was the whole idea. I mean, identifying the direction and predicting how far you should drove in the next time step. Then, you know, if something is going wrong, you can identify and detect it. Excellent. 
And so you mentioned how, you know, there about 4,000 people die on the road every year, I think there was. And I guess one of my last questions for you would be, what do you see as the future of autonomous driving? I feel like the 4,000 deaths on the road each year kind of tells me or indicates to me how you see us progressing, but I'd love to hear from you more. Just one correction. It should be 40,000. Oh, 40,000. Okay, so sorry. No problem. Yeah, 40,000 people are dying around. I mean, it varies every single year, right? Sometimes it's 38, sometimes it's 36. I mean, so say four, four seemed low, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not that bad. But yeah, 40 makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, sorry about so that. 40,000 people are dying. I mean, completely dying. It is not the accidents or crashes. Crashes is much, much more than that. So, I mean, the whole idea is that I mean, for sure in near future, what will face the mixed traffic environment, right? The companies are developing autonomous cars or self-driving cars, but everyone is not probably going to buy those cars, right? And it takes time to accept that new technology, right? Because you're not driving. Some people say, okay, I want to drive. I don't want the car to drive me from one location to another location, right? So there are some user acceptance. There are some ethical issues. There are some rules and regulations that should be developed before having complete autonomous vehicle. And if you look at Tesla Autopilot, there are many questions regarding that. Although it is like level three, there are six different levels but they have level three, level four automation. So it will take some time to accept that technologies and to have reliable autonomous cars or self-driving cars. And there will be a period, like even though people are accepting, I mean, it takes some time to have full 100% penetration, right? Because if you don't have 100% autonomous vehicle, then the overall roadway scenarios or driving behaviors will be different, right? So that is called like mixed traffic environment where human is driving and at the same time, semi-autonomous, fully autonomous or self-driving cars will be there, right? So if we think about, okay, we really want to take out all those crashes, like let's say 40,000 crashes from the roadway, Ideally, we should have all autonomous vehicles and they should act reliably, right? I mean, if there is any sensor error, if there is any like any input error or if there is any outside attack, that can compromise the system. And again, we'll have crashes, right? But the expectation is that will be much lower. So there are three different layers, like where we are right now. And near future, that will be a mixed traffic environment where different types of cars will drive at the same time, will be driven at the same time. And the third scenario is like probably fully autonomous system. So it will take much more time to go at that level, like fully autonomous system, but we'll progress slowly. I mean, when you have some new technologies, it takes some time, as I said, except by the users. End of the day, human will use that system. Yeah, I mean, if we have fully automated system, we'll have much, much lower. I mean, it is very hard to tell like how many crashes we'll have at the end, but for sure it will reduce significantly. And US Department of Transportation, they're promoting self-driving cars because they want to have zero crashes, right? 
So, I mean, it is a slow process and we see Google OMO is developing, still driving cars, they are doing research. The industry, automotive industry, they are doing research. Academic institutions like us, they are doing research. And also the government agencies, they are also looking into it and see how infrastructure can support those research. Because it is not all about autonomous vehicle. You might have autonomous vehicle, but it should be able to detect the landmarking, right? What we do, because human has eyes, the ears, right? So it can see, it can hear. But autonomous vehicle will have camera to sense it. Autonomous vehicle will have some sensors to hear it, right? So those should be much, much reliable. It can do the same thing accurately. That is true. And it will not be distracted, but human will be distracted, right? So the whole idea is that, I mean, we need a reliable, robust and reliable system. That is the point I'm trying to make. And to reach that point, we need to resolve sensor issues. We need to resolve cybersecurity issues. We need to resolve in different weather condition how it will perform reliably, right? So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I should say, yeah, I mean, we are going towards that direction, but it takes some time. But when we'll have the system ready in place, I mean, for sure we can expect that number will be much, much lower. I should not say it will be zero, but much, much lower. Fantastic. Well, Mizan, it it was so great speaking with you. Thank you so much for coming on to Cybercrime Radio and telling us more about, you know, what you're working on and the system that you all developed and what you think the future holds for autonomous vehicles and helping us be more safe on the road. So just thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I really love to talk to you. Likewise, thank you so much. I'm Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining us today was Dr. Mizan Rahman, Assistant Professor at the University of Alabama. To learn more about Dr. Rahman, you can find him on LinkedIn, and you can listen to more podcast episodes like this, as well as our internet radio station, Cybercrime Radio WCYB, by visiting cybercrime.radio.com.